following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. This ain't no game on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... The cat who's made up her mind, Kuro. And... An editorial writer, Laser Kid. A.K.A. our resident Shenmu fan. Back in my day, I was playing it on the Dreamcast in high school. For a moment there, I thought you were going to say, back in my day, I was Chinese. Back in my oh, day, Jesus I used to be Christ. Chinese. <laughs> hey, mister, wanna play? Hey, oh, mister, God. wanna wrestle? Jesus Christ. But the kitty! Okay, I'm going to stop. I could yeah, you can stop. All, I could keep doing this all day. That was excellent. See, See, Laser, this is why this is why I don't buy you a video game and send it to you. I mean, I already own the game in several different flavors, so there's not reason, really a reason to do it. Mm. <sighs> so. Yeah. Shendi. But he does do that for Caboose. <laughs> I do. Well, I mean, Caboose. Oh, I'm sorry, actual... Junior. I. Oh, it's, uh, it's Junior now. I, I do the same thing. Legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Junior. I, uh... Junior uh, Junior's been streaming Shinmu. Thanks to Paul getting it for him. Yeah, it, we, he started doing it today as we record this podcast on a Tuesday. So, which is really weird because I was kind of surprised that it got there that quick. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right." Sometimes well, GameStop works. I will say that is the way to play it. If you're gonna play Shamu, don't be me. Don't play it on a Dreamcast unless you're old like me and just have good memories of that. Play the modern release. It has a lot of quality of life improvements. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Obviously, this podcast will be out after probably when he's played through a lot of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, so he's streaming it on his Twitch channel. Um, you Isn't can, it also on his YouTube? Uh, it probably does go on his YouTube because I, I, he said he was going to record it, and I'm sure he'll put it up on YouTube. Uh, we'll probably have screenshots, like, not screenshots, I should say, um, like snippets. That's better. Snippets from um, his stream. I kind of wanted, I, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of be like, hey, why not play Shenmue while we're watching Shenmue? And then you can kind of compare it. So. I think that's a really cool and fun idea. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I never played the original game. I do remember it and I know something of the storyline. And I think it, it can be kind of a good, fun, classic throwback for people like Glaze who've played it before. And for people like me who just for no reason at all, like to watch other people play video games. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I, I mean, it, it just makes sense to kind of play it while we're watching it. And I mean, obviously we'll try to keep clips to like, okay, so this was from episode one. Oh, look at the comparison. And then this is from episode two. Look at the comparison kind of thing, because, you know, it, it's kind of cool to see, and obviously we'll get into this in a minute, like how how it really does match up to what the video game is. So 
Except when it doesn't. Except when True. it doesn't, yes. I would but, actually you know, say it's going to be very difficult because it, it's done a lot of things that put things out of order in a good way, yeah. but in a way where directly comparing it to the game is actually going to be pretty hard. I mean, honestly, they're doing it by their interpretation, and... I mean, I still liked episode one. Oh, like I, I said, loved we'll get it. Into it. I loved it. Uh, uh, spoiler, I wrote a review. I love it. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. It's up. It's where, where, where was that? Review. Where where was that review on? What website? Uh, I believe it's called Toonami Faithful. <laughs> I'm not plug sure, in, though. In. Yeah, it might be ToonamiFaithful.com. It might be. So, yeah, if you want to check that out, uh, Laser did get the chance to... And you're welcome, Laser. Oh, to, thank uh, you. Seriously, <laughs> I actually was very, very honored that you guys had me do that. Um, to review episode one and two. I'm, I'm just glad that they're allowing us to still do that, which is great. Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, that was something that we were kind of missing earlier on, is being able to, like, kind of watch these episodes as they come out, before they come out, and kind of doing a review. Because, I mean, it kind of makes sense. We're, you know... It's a show for Toonami, so you might as well review the show from that's on Toonami. So we're doing God's work. Yes, we are. That's what Jason and said. And it, it's what it's Jason not just said. noise. It's God's work. Oh, uh, yeah. Jason talking about podcasts, and I'm like, I've been doing <laughs> oh, no. a podcast almost once a week for the past eight years. Yeah, I know. And he responds like, oh, no, no, you guys are doing God's work. Like, oh, oh. And then I, I go into full chopper mode. Ah, oh, you, yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, that was a perfect reaction. But you know what, Sketch? You were channeling me because I saw that, that tweet and I went, I really want to respond. <laughs> I really you cut, you cut me deep, Jason. You cut me deep. You, oh, I, I, oh, I want to. I, I see so how it is. A... I'm so much if it's a, a podcast here, about like, your uh... stuff, then it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a little naughty, though. The only time you will see me be passive aggressive is in occasions like that where it's not appropriate to go and address it because then it's like unnecessary conflict. But still, like re referencing the word occasionally over and over and over again, which I fully intend to do. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's still the little bits where Kuro can get a little. Passive aggressive. I apologize if it offends anyone, but but this is my mouth noise, so I can I can do what I want. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you no no no. See that that gives me the opportunity to use the Dragon Ball Z popcorn maker that I got for free, and make you popcorn a, and then eat Dragon it as Ball I watch Z you tweet. Popcorn maker. You have such <laughs> yeah, a thing. I as do. As a Dragon Ball Z fan, I didn't even know such a thing existed. It does, Laser. I, it does. I, I haven't I'm used it yet. Popcorn. I, I we have anime-themed popcorn. Ooh. I will send you a picture on. later. <laughs> you mind me? Did I buy it again? Mm -hmm. Um, let's just say I got it free from. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I still have my Dragon Ball Z Burger <laughs> nice figurines job, there. Perk. <laughs> nice job, what? Nice job, Perk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Also, plug into. I can I just say one before we switch from the video game i'm curious as to why this adaptation is only 13 episodes because given you know the amount of, i mean unless they're actually planning to do multiple seasons it, it just seems like the storyline would definitely stretch to a 24 episode season i, I i'm not sure i feel like that's a big, on the same reason yeah like hmm. like i i mean 
I know that these a lot of the, the trend with these original series that we've been getting are, are 12 to 13 episodes. And I, I don't know if that's budget or what, but like, you know, let's let's make it shorter for, for content. Well, reasons. I don't know, but I rather. OK, OK, I got to chime in here with like Kuro. Kuro. So so you saw that the creator of Fena, that's that's what they wanted. What are your thoughts? Oh, God, why? It needed more. Why? No, that is not a good ending spot. Why? It was. I was fine with it as a arc ending, but as an end of the whole story, no. There's so much left unanswered. I I can't believe that they're not doing more with that. That 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 actually infuriated me because it, it's funny. You know, when when we talked about this with Alien, was you me? Was it was it was it sketch you or was it, um, yeah, was it, it was CJ? Me. Yeah, with with Alien, we said that there was a lot of things that were great about it, but the storyline was just kind of a mishmash of of things, and it, it came across a little messy and unfinished. And so then them saying there are no plans to make a second season, I was like, well, wait, you really thought that was a complete? fully wrapped up storyline that you created really you you just were like we're gonna throw in 50 different mythology and legends and and religions and hope they all work together and then that's it wrap up no more i'm so, gonna feel bad for a horrible person that we barely gave a redemption arc for and not even a redemption arc but feel bad for him i mean i'll be honest it's with this whole thing with sony and them being stupid about certain things it's kind of like I don't know if they would be able to do another season of it because it, it's a travesty you know, to such that, that all the work they put into the beautiful animation, the great character, the the good voice acting, like all of that other stuff that it was such a beautiful package. It just, it just had some flaws that could be fixed if they kept working on it. So that's, yeah, I think I that's agree. why I'd rather see 24 episodes because it gives you more time for character development and story and plot development. I've been saying yeah. this, why I love long runners, it's the same reason. You can't have the same level of character development that you would when you have more time to do it. So, you know, please, yeah. if anyone's listening, <laughs> we need long we need longer series. We want longer series. When it comes to Shenmu, if they were just doing Shenmu one twelve episodes, I think would be more than sufficient. But I know they're gonna cover uh, some of Shenmu two and putting all of one and some of two into twelve episodes is a little worrying. Well, I mean, 13, you, 13, 13, yeah. Yeah, 13. I mean, I mean, you do have to keep in mind, too. So obviously there's Shenmue one and two, but then there's also Shenmue three. So uh, keep in mind. <laughs> uh, um, we don't talk about Shenmue three. Well, I'm just Shenmue. It is an unfinished story. And Shenmue three, <laughs> as far as a story goes, almost nothing happens. So, but, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they do have more material to kind of continue on. So, I mean, they we got to kind of, we so do got to kind of like hopefully see. Hopefully they do. <laughs> yeah. Plotist, this is all one big uh, way to launch the next Shenmue game. They Probably. Did this so they I can... mean, ultimately, <laughs> uh, this is definitely a vehicle. If they don't launch a game after this, it's oh, kind of a God, missed give opportunity. Give us Shenmue 4, please. And this time, actually give us a game, please. There is clear demand for Shenmue. Shenmue 3 was like super crowdfunded and it was really exciting and then they dropped the ball, but there's proof there's demand. You just got to give us something good this I... time. 
I honestly think that they'll pr- if they do anything, they'll probably remaster the first two and they make it. They already did that. It's already. Oh, did uh, they? That's 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 the modern release. It's Shenmue One and Two. Oh my they god! They recoded okay. Shenmue One from scratch because they lost the source code. They need to. They need to like update that a lot. <laughs> oh, you want that... like you want a remake, not a remaster. Oh, yeah, like I want a like Final Fantasy yeah. Seven kind of. Okay, remake. you yeah. want a remake that they haven't done. Yeah. They, they, they've done a really nice remaster, but no, they have not well, remade it. I mean, I I honestly think that you know if they're going to do if they're doing an anime, then it would just make sense to do either a remaster of the first two or, or you know. Yeah, I or I'm, do a four. I'm I'm all for four, but honestly, if they just want to do the entire rest of the stories in anime, I'm perfectly okay with that. Given how Shenmue yeah, that's fine. turned out, to be honest with you, I'd almost rather that unless they really you know, knuckle down. And and here's the thing too is it, it would be interesting to see, you know that that would be funny. I would absolutely laugh if the the, the series that actually continues to have episodes is Shenmue what? and not. Not Fena, because that just makes me sit there and go, okay, <laughs> like all right, let's just keep, let's just, let's just see what happens, because, uh, you know, uh, I kind of I I really did think that Fena was gonna be like the thing, like I thought a they franchise. Were be like, it's certainly yeah. a lot of waste considering everything they put into it. Exactly, I think. it's and, a disappointment, and, uh, and it has a lot of potential. Like it oh, has yeah. so much potential. It's like totally. What are you doing? Like, what are you fucking doing? I don't know. But, yeah, I could see Shenmue being... I could see Shenmue actually being the series that has multiple stories and everything and multiple seasons. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the, happens. The thing with that, if they end up doing that, from what uh, Yu Suzuki has said, we at least need a Shenmue 4 and Shenmue 5 minimum to finish the story. Yeah. So there's plenty of ideas out there if they decide to venture past the games. Well, why not do just a Game of Thrones yeah. and just play the last the last part that isn't published yet into the anime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm all for that to be honest. Maybe that's they, what they they're trying the, to do. They have you Suzuki on board. He knows he knows where the plot's going. I'd be all for it being in an anime. And by the way, playing a video game, I really don't and, think that would affect the sales of a new if if they if they continue video game series. I, and, I it, it's not going to stop people from playing the grant game. People are going to buy no. the game regardless. Old and new things. Yeah, and in the the one thing that I I think that is is definitely going to be interesting too is I feel like this is one of the the series that because obviously you know Adult Swim and Crunchyroll are producing this um, I I f- almost feel like and I, and I'm not, I'm I don't know this for sure but I almost feel like because TMS and Sentai are involved in this and everything that if they continue to do more episodes of this, if this goes past the 13 episodes at some point, you know, I feel like Toonami could easily make more episodes of this and it wouldn't be an issue. So, whereas maybe with Fena, maybe with, well, Blade Runner is... There's going to be a similar problem with Shenmue because it was a Crunchyroll co-production and Sony now owns Crunchyroll. Right, but also the it, it, as long as they're in the early portions, 
Shenmue, it's, it's actually a miracle this, this production happened at all because we're dealing with two separate companies for licensing. You're dealing with EaseNet, right. the current owner uh, and producer of Shenmue, but you're also dealing Sega. with Sega. And Sega yeah. had nothing to do with Shenmue 3. So when they get past that, then they only are dealing with EaseNet. Then it's going to be a little bit easier. But as long as they're in Shenmue 1 and 2, it's going to be a little complicated. I, I honestly think that it, it won't be as bad because I don't think... Obviously, if it does well, you know, Crunchyroll is going to want to be Crunchyroll, Sony, whatever is going to want to be involved. But at the same time, you have to keep in mind that, you know, Shenmue is, you know, it's it's going to be something that's going to have to be watched to see if it actually does well. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if, you know, maybe we can continue some things with Crunchyroll and that because, you know, obviously Sony if something does well, it's not, they're not going to want to play ball, but you know, we'll have to see. I don't know. I, I, th- I think with co-productions, um, the contracts would be as such that they probably kind of have to keep working together. Almost yes. certainly they'd have to. Yes. And I mean, I could see that. I, I could see that with one of these series, as long as they do a really good job, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't think the issues are different with Shenmue as they are with Fena. It's, it's going to be pretty much the same yeah. co-pro problem. Mm-hmm. That's Probably. a great segue into the recap time, Sketch. I would say so. So uh, let's have ourselves a thunderclap. Oh, boy. That, that's the, uh, that's the, episode, that's the episode title. You're welcome. And take it away, Laser. All right. Well... We begin this episode by actually looking at Shenhua and uh, Ryo in a cave. This is, spoilers, this is a scene from, like, late Shenmue 2. This actually threw me for a loop seeing it. Um, But then we have the traditional, well, I guess traditional's not the right, but the classic opening line from Shenhua on the attract mode of Shenmue 1, which they use this twice in this episode. And I'm just, like, sitting here going, from a distant land in the east... The Dreamcast shall come. But not like, really happy to see that. And then we flash forward to 1980, well, flashback, I guess, in terms of narrative. But we go to 1986, Yokosuka, Japan. And we use the loading screen from the video games to tell us this. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, we find out that our character Ryo is going off to a tournament. Uh, we are quickly introduced to um, secondary cast, Fuku-san, who just says, hey, good luck, I wish I could be there. We have Ine-san, uh, she's kind of like a housekeeper. Uh, a lot of people, when the game came out, thought she was Ryo's mom, she is not. Uh, and she's like, oh yeah, uh, we'll have a, a special uh, treat uh, when you get back, I'll have a special meal. Uh, Ryo continues on, runs into his father, Iwao, and uh, Yamagishi-san, his friend, they're kind of dealing with some fish and whatnot. And we get Kuro's favorite line. It is still not enough. What does that mean? I, I don't know. Uh, and Rio's is not sure either. Rio is not sure either. And I am not sure because this is not from the video game. <laughs> but it is still not enough for us to understand. Uh, uh, um, my note even literally says, okay, Den, as the next line. Because Rio's just <laughs> like, uh, all right. And then just kind of leaves. Um, thanks for the vote of confidence, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, yeah, I'll you see know who's you not later. Enough? You're not enough. That's who. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Your mom's done the wait. That would be my question. Never mind. I'm gonna shut up now. Um, oh dear. We uh, flash over to Shenhua and her village real briefly, which is really surprising because while she is like shown in in that attract mode, uh, that yes, video games should have attract modes where if you left it running, it do things. Um, but she's not really in Shenmue One. She's more of a late Shenmue Two and Shenmue Three character, really. But it's interesting they they they've definitely made more use of her here than Shemu One ever did. Uh, and then we uh, go to Rio, going to a tournament, and uh, he's asked to uh, keep his cool by his teacher, as other the his opponents, the other schools, like, oh yeah, this school ain't nothing until that you know Hazuki kid showed up. They don't got anything. Ah ha ha. And Rio promptly uh, one-punch man's one of their guys. Uh, and then he's just like, oh, don't feel bad. No one's ever landed a punch on me in a match before. I'm like, dang, Rio. Except your dad. Except for your dad. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess that doesn't count as a match. Yeah, it's just oh, your dad. All right. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. And then <laughs> Lon we, we, we get a quick uh, shot of Londi in a speeding limo because nothing bad happens in speeding limos. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Or nothing bad comes from speeding limos. Nothing bad comes yeah. from speeding limos. Totally, totally. Uh, well, from there, uh, Rio is uh, heading back with his, uh, I guess, classmates, teammates. Not sure how what the relationship is there, because this is all anime original material. We have not run into the video game yet. The video game kind of starts a ways into this. Um... But he, they, they want him to go to, to get a meal with them, but they're like, he, he, he returns them down because, you know, he wants the Inesan special cooked meal. And, you know, I get it. You know, you want the cooked meal from your friend, family. That's, that's, that makes sense. Uh, we, we head over to the best man, Tom, the hot dog seller. My, my favorite <laughs> character from the games, and I'm not even kidding. Uh, although it's, it, he's kind of, hilarious but uh tom is just you know trying to sell hot dog for yo i was just like nah i i gotta go and we just kind of briefly touched on and then it starts to snow and rio comes across and this is gonna be hard for me because i know her as nozomi because that's the name used in the game and that is her first name but in the anime they refer to her by her last name of harasaki so if I start calling her Nozomi, now you know why. Wasn't it Kanzaki? Uh, you know what? Oh, Harazaki. Harazaki yeah, is what I uh, thought. Harazaki? Harazaki. Okay. There, there's, a, there's a couple of cases where it's pronounced a little interestingly throughout the... <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but uh, she's protecting a kid from a bunch of, like, you know... Typical punk Japanese uh, high school punk kids are like, oh, he bumped into me and made me lose my ice cream. Oh, no. He really likes his ice he cream. He loves his ice cream. God. Well, who doesn't? I mean, yeah, fair. You don't like fair. ice cream. You have no soul. But if you start beating up on children because of you your have, ice cream, you, you also, also have, have no, no soul. soul. Look, you <laughs> hooligans. Smoker gave the perfect example of how you're supposed to handle this situation. You just look down at your pants and say, oh, my pants eat your ice cream. I'm sorry. There, see? Problem solved. Uh, but, you know, uh, Rio steps in. The, they're like, oh, we're tough. Do you really want to get in? And Rio just kicks their butts. And then they run off and go, oh, we'll get some more ice cream. 
So, at least they have half a brain. Uh, Ryo offers his handkerchief to Nozomi, uh, Arasaki, to uh, clean up with. She tells him, she thanks him and says she'll give it back to him later. And he's like, all right, bye. And now we finally run into the video game. Uh, Ryo heads back to his house to find the dojo door open. The sign is, like, broken and on the ground, and he sees a limo where nothing bad comes from. I swear, you guys. Uh, he immediately finds an injured Ine-san, but she tells him that not to worry about her, that the master, his father, is the one that's in trouble. Ryo is, uh, you know, getting ready to deal with that, and then Fukusan is thrown out of the dojo! Like, even, game or anime, this one just makes me go, Man, he must have said something really bad. They they didn't, you know, punch him. They didn't knock him out. They, they literally threw him out of the door. Who does that? Uh, but Ryo just kind of, you know, walks past that and gets stuffed by a bunch of guys in some suits. Well, to be fair, he's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, he, he does go, hey, are you okay? There is a moment there. And, you know... Fukusan and Ryo is, the, is one of the better bromances in video games, so I'm interested to see where that goes for a while, because the two of them are, are definitely bros. Um, and, yeah, uh, Ryo is stopped by some guys in suits, and uh, his father's just like, yeah, no, just don't, don't, just don't get in here. And Lond uh, we, we are introduced to Londi. A man in a uh, green uh, Chinese kung fu outfit, as later described a sweet by Tom. Kung fu outfit. Oh, it, it is a cool design. It's very snazzy. It is yeah. a very snazzy design. He, absolutely. He, he was sharp, sharply dressed. Absolutely, and he demands the location of a mirror, and the uh, Wow is just like, uh, no, and gets bodied for it. Yeah. And then, and then Rio doesn't bother listening to his father telling him to stay out and busts in and he gets bodied by Londi too, who then basically holds Rio hostage and be like, yo, you still don't want to tell me where the mirror is? And at first it was like, no. All right, then I'll kill your son. Okay, fine. It's buried under the cherry tree, you jerk. And uh, you could have just asked nicely. You could have just asked nicely, Londi. The whole game series could have been fine. You'd be like, hey, c can I have the mirror? <laughs> Please? Oh, well, he said please. All right, here you go. Pretty please, mirror. can I have the mirror? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can have the, you can have the mirror, and that's fine. You know, it's, it's just under the cherry tree. It's all you had to do was ask nicely. Unfortunately, he doesn't just want the mirror. No, he pointedly asked him if he remembers a man named Sun Ming Zhao, a man he claims that Wow killed. And interestingly, Wow flashes recognition to this. And he goes, well, that means you must be. And of course, who must he be? We don't know. Because immediately Andu's just like, stand up. I'll allow you to die like a warrior. And then just basically hits him with something really hard that's enough to kill him. Not instantly, but it is a fatal blow. And uh, Blondie leaves with the mirror in his people. And... Uh, Iwao dies in Ryo's arms, telling him to keep his friends and those he loves close to him. And then we get a much better acted scream than we got out of the video game for Ryo just being like, I, you know, you just lost your dad. It's what you do. Following this, we are uh, again pan over to Londi, who is working with his men looking for 
another mirror, and we inter are introduced to a, the creep man of the creepy creepington named Chai. Chai is like, oh, they want another mirror, another one. Greg Ayers kills it in this role. I'm sorry. It, I, it, if I didn't know it was Greg Ayers, I would actually think it's the same guy from the game. And Greg Ayers nails Chai. I love it. Um, can, can we just just make a quick little um, shout out that Greg Ayers' brother was the, the departed, beloved Chris Ayers. Mm -hmm. May he rest in peace. Uh, agreed completely. Um, but, uh, we then go back to the, uh, Hazuka Dojo, where, uh, Ine-san is offering a whole bunch of stuff to the police officers, and it's, like, apparently information on contacts, uh, for Iwao's friends and whatnot, and, you know, people he knew. And Ryo's just kind of brooding about all this, and going, yeah, the police don't know what they're talking about, they don't know what's going on, I want to know why this happened. I wonder why he's so quick to be like, no, nah, the police don't know anything, but he is pretty sure about it. Uh, Inesan and Fukusan do try to dissuade him from, you know, digging into this because it's obviously dangerous. His father was killed, and you know, you're not dealing with just, you know, hey, who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? You're, you're, you're dealing with, hey, who murdered my dad? A little more dangerous. Just a wee little bit. Um, but uh, Ryo will not relent, and he does not uh, give them an answer that he won't do that and heads off to go brood in a park, as you do, only to see a father and son playing, and this gives us a flashback where his father um, defeats him in a battle, and he's chided the, uh, when he's like, well, of course you won, you're stronger. And he's told the strongest does not always win, and when he's like, uh, what? You still do not have enough. Whatever that means. Whatever that still means. This line will come back again, but... And... Yeah. Following this, we, we definitely have uh, Ryo sitting there still brooding, and he is in complete disbelief that his father's a killer, being reminded that uh, Londi claimed he killed someone, and Ryo just can't accept this. As he's sitting there brooding, though, that's when Nozomi appears and returns the handkerchief and, of course, offers her condolences for you know, his father dying. She offers to buy hot dogs at Tom's for both of them, but, uh, comedically, that is when her stomach growls. And, uh, Ryo calls her out that, nah, I think you're the one that's hungry, but you should have just said so. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I love that. That is an anime original scene that gives us so much of the lighter side of the characters that that just makes me happy. Because you don't really, you get a lot of random investigations in the game, but you don't really get comedic scenes like that so much. So it's, it's really nice to see that side of him. Um, but they get to Tom's and well, he's kind of close because nothing bad comes from speeding limos, except for when they shut down your hot dog stand by crashing into it. And I get the sense that this is something that you find out by walking through town in the game. In, in the when game, when you're looking for clues, when you're looking for clues in the game, that car ran over a cat. It ran into it, it. It splashed a bunch of people with mud. It ran into Tom's cart. It did all kinds of nasty things. Absolutely, this is absolutely straight from the game, where you know you're you're finding out stuff about what's going on. So this is a great little reference to that. What and, a jerk! Yeah, like I said, nothing bad comes from feeding limos except for all of the bad things. And he splashed those people with mud. That was the true tragedy that didn't get translated into the anime, you guys. 
Uh, no, Zomi does mention that she got splashed by... She does. ...a limo. She does. Uh, and, of course, Rio's immediately like, It's Lundy, I know it is. And, of course, this is actually confirmed when Tom's like, Oh, yeah, the guy was in a crazy green kung fu getup. And it's like, well, we know who was in that one then. Uh, but with that being closed, Rio suggests they go get some ramen instead. Ramen's better than hot dogs anyway. Eh, debatably. Depend, depends on the ramen, depends on the hot dog. But uh, they're going for that ramen, and Rio is brooding, and he's despairing over the fact that he he's like, yeah, they're probably right. I don't know what I can really do about any of this. He's kind of down on the dumps, and uh, Nozomi's like, uh, you're really focused on something. What's going on? And Rio admits that he just can't stop thinking about Lon D. And this is convenient because there's another customer there that overhears that and freaks out a little bit because apparently, while he doesn't know that man, that name probably has something to do with the Chinese underworld or perhaps even the Chinese mafia. And uh, when they're like, could there really be someone like that in Yokosuka, Japan? Like, if you think about it, imagine if someone told you in your small town, hey, your small town has the mafia here. You'd be like, really? That sounds like profiling, though. I mean, it's totally... Like D, that guy sounds like he's involved with the Chinese mafia. Yeah, that Londy guy. What, because his name is Chinese? No, because his name is Londy. See, if his name was was, was uh, Chen, <laughs> then he's fine. He's, he's not. But but Londy, that's that's a guy... That, that That's a mafia name right there, guys. I guess he just doesn't you... like Londy as a name. He doesn't know the guy, but that name stirs something deep within his soul. You racist bastard. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he I guess he's racist you know, against the Chinese. It it's a thing. But uh he when they when questioned about, you know, how could they be here? Well, apparently, they bypass immigration by working down at the port and uh very much warned, this is dangerous stuff. Don't dig into it. It's almost like that's a theme that keeps coming up, you guys. Oh, just as if. Maybe. Just maybe. Yeah, just just a just a wee little bit. But uh Following that, they they head out, and uh, Rio and Nozomi have a parting conversation where she asks if he's coming back to school. And he tells her, yeah, you know, when, when things calm down and we're back to normal, I think I will. I'm sitting here laughing in video game knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is never going to college. No, definitely not. And he not. had such a promising future. He did, but no, no, we're not doing that. Man, that's rough. You got to think about your uh, which college you want to go to and why your father was murdered and, and supposedly killed somebody. It's a that's lot that's to, a lot, lot to have on your mind. That's a hell of a lot to have on your mind. Speaking of things to have on your mind, as Rio heads back home, he finds the dojo door is conspicuously open. The door is open, you might say. And so... Rio's looks like, what the heck? You know, as you do, you don't typically find dojo doors just wide open when they're not supposed to be, so, you know, he goes to investigate. And for his trouble, he is attacked by Chai, who basically dominates the early parts of the fight while he demands the mirror, the other one! There apparently is a second one, as, you know, we know. You do know, that voice but... very well. Yeah, you do that really well. I may like the character quite a bit. He's kind of a big deal in the game. Now now try yelling, 
I want to live. I want to live. That's dude, excellent. Dude, excellent. you need to go do this. You need to go do his voice right now. Oh, God. <laughs> right now. I mean, great I've, job, Laser. I've, I've done amateur voice acting, but I don't know if I'm good enough to do anything real. <laughs> All right, stay focused. Anyway, We're almost there. Focus, almost focus. Past we are line. almost on. We are almost there. Uh, <laughs> well, the fight doesn't go well for Rio initially, but when Chai is just like, you're not strong enough! This triggers a flashback where Rio finally realizes it's not enough to be strong. You need to read your opponent's moves. I'm not sure why this makes him realize that, but it totally does. And so he starts reading his opponent's moves and gets the upper hand on the fight and Chai gets bodied. And uh, as he's getting ready to uh, counterattack, that's when Inesan and Fukusan show up. So uh, Chai just kind of bugs out at that point. Uh, they initially want to call the cops, but Ryo stops them. He, this is Ryo's call to action, and he doesn't know why his father was killed, but he wants to find out, and he wants to prove that his father is not a murderer. Seeing this resolve, Ine-san gives him a letter that was uh, addressed to his father, addressed from a Yuanda zoo that arrived shortly after his death. But yeah, following that uh, resolve, we go back to Shenhua, who's telling us again he will come from across the sea. And then we get the intro with forklifts. Yes. And it was indeed forklifts. There were forklifts in the intro. 10 out of 10, guys. 10 out of 10. And that's Thunderclap. Yes, that's also when we get the episode title. <laughs> yes, it is exactly when we get the episode title. I was like, why did they call it Thunderclap? Then I was rewatching it, and then you heard the thunder after the death of his father. It's like, oh. Yep. That's why. Thunderclap like, uh, of my answers. I like Austin Tyndall as Rio. He's, he's, I guess he's new talent. He seems to be doing a good job so far. So. Well, he's, 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 uh, he, he's far from new. He's been working at Funimation for years and years, and he's been doing Sentai stuff recently. I stand corrected. I yeah, so, uh, like, he's Karma in uh, Assassination Classroom, for instance. Oh, I, wow. I'm very wow. happy with his Rio. I would have preferred if we had kept Corey Marshall just because he's kind of a face of the franchise in the West. But with that out of the way, nah, this was a great performance. I have no complaints. That's so great, just because I didn't realize they were the same actor. That just speaks volumes about his talent. Absolutely. Yeah. And True. I, even nervous. with my, you know, extent, you know, mind of what Rio should sound like, I accept this take. It perfectly feels like Rio. So I'll take that as you will. Yeah. Can I, I offer I, a perspective from someone who did not play the game? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I thought that the, the <laughs> opening sequence um, makes for a good uh, a setup for a backtrack because if they had opened with him just you know, being a high schooler, I don't think it, it would have had the same impact. So having this like moment in the cave with Shen, Shen Hua, um, it, it, it's a good draw. I like the backtrack uh, um, style, directorial style. I don't know specifically what hmm. it's called, but I, I, I thought that was good. Um, I, I thought that the, 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 it has that kind of 2000s uh, muted color scheme 
And I like that too, um, because you know, a lot of animation is, is super flashy and I think that it is, mm-hmm. doesn't need to be. And, and that's, that's pretty great. Um, and it's, it's a little more simple, not as well as detailed and defined, which is fine. It, it, it just gives off that early 2000s style, which I think is a good throwback to, you know, the era of, of the actual games. Um, I don't think the uh, script adaptation is is quite good for this episode, at least. I, I'm not speaking to the overall series. Of course, I've only seen the first episode, but there are just some problematic lines like this is not enough. I It's supposed to be impactful. And even if he doesn't understand, I think they could have translated that to something that he didn't understand that, you know, maybe you know, you can think on and gain some kind of maybe in my enlightenment stage, I understand this. But even in his supposed like, oh, I think I understand this in the middle of combat, it still doesn't make sense. And also, uh, in, a, in a throw reference to what I how I opened this episode, he made up his mind. He wants to know how about his father. He made up his he mind. He made up said. his mind. I think the, the line is like he made up his mind why he wants to know. He wants to know why his father was killed. That's just a really bad line. I want to know. I made up my mind. I want to know why my father. Who wouldn't know? Want to know why their father was killed? Like, come on, come on, people. Yep. We can do better than this. And I would actually and, argue with the "it is not enough" line. I, real easy change. Your strength is not enough would be a lot better to, you know, mentally go, okay, well, the strength mm. is, the, is the it. Instead of saying, it is not enough. Well, what is it? Well, what is it? What is thing. it? <laughs> here's the thing. One thing in, in my research for this, I learned that the dojo style for Ryo's family is a, a style of Japanese <clears throat> jujitsu. Now, Japanese jujitsu, just a quick little, like, my little fact bit, um, the, the jiu-jitsu you often hear about in this side of the world is usually Brazilian, but they're similar in that they involve a, a type of self-defense um, that is it, it involves them defeating stronger opponents with a more flexible fighting strategy, which kind of applies to what you see in this fight. The difference is that Brazilian jiu-jitsu focuses on ground fighting and grappling and submission, where Japanese jiu-jitsu it's more about throwing the opponents and using joint manipulation so the fact that they're making references to the style of his fighting mean meant to me like they're going to focus somewhat on the action i think i'm a little spoiled after fire force and blade runner um where they did such a great job with fight choreography I felt a little let down with this fight choreography. Like that's what this game's about. And the fight choreography, they had kind of like still quick shots, still shots and quick shots where they had strikes. And I get that the strikes are supposed to be powerful, but you just saw these like quick strikes. You don't actually see the animated action into those strikes. And I was disappointed in that. I'm hoping that improves. And when I reference the other two, don't, it's not about the animation style. This is about like, fight choreography for for a fighting anime they need to have good fight choreography and since since the whole point of this is it's a jujitsu dojo and it's japanese jujitsu which is a very old form of martial arts i just really really expect something more out of that i I, my observation is it's supposed to be integral to the storyline so i i have kind of a mixed view of this episode i think the story's fantastic I'm definitely in it for the story, but um, 
you know, I wasn't blown away by the first episode. I think Laser might have a rebuttal. I might, um, although there is some validity to what you were saying, because Shenmue was actually supposed to be the virtual fighter RPG, so absolutely fighting is important. But I actually felt like the fighting animation was really crisp and well done in this episode, if I'm being honest with you. I, I don't see what you're seeing, but that's literally just a difference of opinion. It's 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 the lack of the choreography. Like if you've ever seen, if you know about like what Japanese jujitsu looks like, you know, just looking at a couple um, YouTube videos, and especially, I know it's possible. I'm not. I don't think it's asking for a lot because you see, like Avatar, they do an excellent job with with mixing kung fu in, and you recognize that style specifically in Blade Runner. She's got she's got a, a huge mix of martial arts, in, including a Krav Maga. Like they're recognizable styles in the choreography of the fight, and then Fire Force, like like it's the the action the actual action is reminiscent of what they're trying to emulate, and I just didn't get a big a big jujitsu feel out of that. You know, it's just my opinion. I was unimpressed. I'm hoping for more and hoping for better, but that's not going to detract me from enjoying the series. Um, I, I love a good revenge story and I love it when it involves a mystery, anything that involves a mystery where you have to uncover more and learn clues, which is, I understand also a big part of the story. I'm sure that that's Absolutely. all. Got it in, yeah. That's got it in its favor. Um, I think I think I've just I've just been spoiled because you know Toonami has been upping its game with some of the the action animation and and I I'm now developed like a little bit higher standards for what I want especially because you all know I'm a secretly a superhero by not except I tell everybody here on this podcast <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about damn it I fight crime <laughs> you know the thing about the color crime. palette and the muted colors it really reminds me of Parasite. I could see that. Yeah. Definitely. And see some it. of the character designs too. In a good way though. You know, yes, like, in a good I, way. Yes. I think it worked. It worked really well. I think uh it, it is good that they do that kind of flash forward that that shows like the like the legend, the mysterious nature of the story that is about to happen. Oh, it's, I, I think it's I think vital, that's a good tease. It's a good cook. I yeah. mean, again, yeah. I, I I've been saying it, but it, it's from the attractment of the video game that that whole speech. If you put the game in on the, on the Dreamcast and you just let it sit there, you get a like a scene of of Shenhua on like a cliff face, and she gives you that exact same narration, and you still have no idea what's going on. This captures that so well. The way they've done that, that's that's really a part of the story. So I'm glad they did that. And I, I do think it's good that they showed at least a little bit of the day before the event happened. Yeah. That Helps is establish some things. probably my favorite part of the episode because that's all new to me. Like um, mm -hmm. the, the stuff that's from the game, I, I've, I've known it for 20 years now. But you know, but the, the, the original stuff, the stuff that's there, it flushes it out well. None of it feels out of character. All of these characters are behaving the way I'd expect them to in the given situation. And it's just wonderful setup. I, I have no complaints at all. Yeah. You got any uh, thoughts, Paul? Um, I mean, a lot of what, what was said was basically what I was going to say. I mean, honestly, 
you know, obviously Caboose was playing the game today, kind of seeing how how much they're trying to at least match the game and the anime is something that I really like. I also like the fact that the 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 voice acting is very good so far. Obviously this is only one episode, so mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can't really judge a book by its cover at the moment because, you know, it is just one episode, but you know, if if we're going to be doing this for the rest of the episodes, I'm I'm, you know, I'm going to enjoy this series and I think you know, I, I just want to continue to see the voice acting being good, um, the story matching up to the game as much as they possibly can. I, and by the way, it's there's no problem, and I don't think there should be a problem if they deviate a little bit from the story. It is an anime. It's like other shows and movies and insert whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it already it, it, has, but... Even yeah. I don't have a complaint. Like I, I am the guy who's yeah. absolutely looking at this from the from the angle of the video game, and they have deviated. That attack from Chai happens way later in the games, but they've used it as a reason to you know spur the action, and right. it makes as a narrative rather than a video game that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I'm I'm definitely for it, and I think that it it you know I did I think that this show is going to be good. You know, again, we don't, we probably won't know, and I don't think Jason has said like if this is supposed to be something that goes past thirteen episodes. Please. Nor have we obviously, nor have we obviously seen like what all thirteen episodes are about to show us. But mm-hmm. again, you know, if this is a series that has potential and can go past and do more seasons, I think that's something that they should explore, especially if people do like the series. So, you know. I it's going to be very interesting to see. I think this is the first time I've said for like a first episode, like, ah, it's okay. I'm usually like gushing and over the moon for everything and saying how great and awesome and how much I love it. And this, I'm like, just you it, wait. It's all right. It's just all right. Wait. Episode two is even better. I, I can I, say I that. Believe, I believe that it's going to be good. I mean, you all told me it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. I just, uh, there are certain things that, that I was like, oh, for episode you know. one, I could see it. Um, the other thing I'm just very grateful for is they they nailed the tone. It it is, it, and a lot of that is yeah. them using the game's music because all of that is the game's music. But they they it feels like Shenmue. It doesn't feel like oh we're doing our own adaptation of Shenmue that feels nothing like no no. It they they nailed the tone perfectly. Yeah, I think the neutrals too make that the neutral colors like that that sets tone as well in a different way and and so i think i think that kind of helps as well i still need my tomato mart though there there needs to be a tomato mart scene or i will riot (laughs) you would riot either way so i I mean i probably would it's true can can i just point out he looks like a man and i i don't mean just his body i mean he's got a man's face is he supposed to be like 16 or 17 he's Uh, a man's face he is a teenager but they brought He's supposed to be like a younger version of a character from Virtual Fighter, and I and it uses the same engine as Virtual Fighter Three, so they probably use some of that model there. Like, I think he was eating his Wheaties because he 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 does not look he like his seventeen year old. He, he looks like a man. He's supposed to be he, like a, a senior in yeah. high school. I mean, he's in high school the same way that Jotaro is in high school. <laughs> no, Jotaro is even younger, I believe. Okay, yeah, exactly. but, but we we can't even count like. 
anything from from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wasn't Jotaro in middle school? Oh, God, yeah. uh, maybe. So is Yusuke Urameshi. Yeah, those are all. Those are all like absurd. Yeah, but Urameshi doesn't look like a man. Urameshi looks True. like a sage. True. Like he looks like a man, and it's not. It's not a huge thing. It's just funny that even today they're getting better about this. But like today, <laughs> they can't make a high schooler look like a high schooler. I think at this point <laughs> they had man hands. To, he has a set design. They're trying to keep to it. I think is what's going I, on there. I totally get it. It's just something I think is funny. You know, yeah, for no, I get you. I mean, it it matches again. It's it matches pretty actually pretty well to the the game. It really I does. Mean, um, it, it's it's just very interesting to see how much they're trying to stay as what's the word I'm looking for um, true to the true to the game and and the story as much as they possibly can. It it definitely so. feels like they they the, the people who made this obviously put a lot of care and love into yes. the, the thing yep. for the franchise as a whole into the episode and it shows. Sure. And yeah. you don't have to mess with a good formula. I, I have written about this that if it if it worked really well in the game, you know, you only need to change uh animation narrative in as much as it it makes it better for easier for storytelling, I should say not better, but easier for storytelling. So uh but but remember not everybody who's watching this on Toonami has played the game. Some people, some people, yes, have, and they're tweeting about it and or watching it on on Crunchimation. But you know, I I didn't play. I, even I, though I know about it, I, I didn't imagine, play the game. I imagine most people haven't. Like I, I expect people like me to be in the minority, to be honest, because we're old. Yeah. So so you have to so so keep in mind like the perspective of those. You know, if they're watching it, what what's their experience going to be too? And, and I, I suppose that's why you, you and I here in this podcast provide those, those different perspectives. <laughs> Absolutely. And I do think it's telling that we're both basically enjoying it. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I, a good revenge saga, you know, I've, I've always been a fan of, of revenge. <laughs> this is a very interesting, very, very interesting revenge story. And, um, I think it does a better job with it than a certain other Crunchyroll original that was about revenge, if I'm being honest. Especially if it involves some, like, crazy Chinese lore and, you know, martial arts. Like, all of, all these things are hitting my yes buttons. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> some dude is destined to be great. His power is so so powerful that it could destroy him or bring all of his dreams to fruition. I suspend all the disbelief. <laughs> Lay it on me. <laughs> oh man! But I, I did want to shout out to uh, some some of the other voice talent here. So Shinwa is uh, Natalie Rial. I think she's doing a great job with those monologues. Cat mm -hmm. Thomas is fantastic as Nozomi Harasaki. She's doing great. But the real surprise to me is Scott Gibbs as Landy. He nailed it. Holy cow. Scott Gibbs is Itsuki on Food Wars. You know, the guy who usually doesn't wear much clothes. Yeah. Yep. Totally different performance, but he nailed it. Absolutely. I that's, completely that's agree. That's talent. That is talent that you're having that much variety in your voice acting. So, again, an extra shout out to Scott Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, he he did a fantastic job. It was like when I was looking at that on paper, it's like, oh, I don't know about that one. But the uh, the the casting director knew what they were doing. 
clearly knew what they were doing. So, yep, good stuff so far. And yeah, great, great here's this chai. It's just, uh, that that for me, I, I, I keep mentioning it because it, it is it is my favorite performance. But they're all really good, except for some mm-hmm. of the bit parts. But I don't think the bit <laughs> parts are terrible. But yeah, uh, it's it's probably my. Let's biggest just say they're channeling the game. Yeah, but if they're gonna channel the game, I would have liked some of the voice actors back. But again, that's me being old man grumpy. I'm still perplexed why this ended up being dubbed by Sentai of all studios, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they just have to push harder because they haven't done enough. Oh, God. <laughs> they have decided to push exactly the way they want. I... Maybe they made up their mind. They made up their mind. They made up their mind, yes. <laughs> I never understood you, father. <laughs> but now I understand it. For I understand. No I just didn't listen. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, All sure. Right, sure, we'll go with that. Sure, whatever. Whatever. There's that, worse that, that is the Well, the whole, the whole chai fi, actually, that, that was, I mean, it was interesting um, dialogue-wise because then he he's speaking to life what he's supposed to be trying to learn about his family's dojo jujitsu style, which is defeating stronger opponents with a flexible fighting strategy. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and he, and he, you know, has to use different types of joint manipulation to do so. And like, I was like, okay, I like that. I, I picked up on it just cause I, I, I have a, an obsession with this kind of thing, but, but like it, it does, it, it it's a nice um, tie in to, to what the actual uh, style is like, you know, real, real martial arts. So I, I like that, you know, and, and the way they can, if they can incorporate that kind of thing into dialogue more throughout the series, I, I would really appreciate that as well. I hope, I hope that makes sense. And I really hope the script improves. God, Ugh. You hope or else you're going to hear me quoting bad lines the, in every uh, other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will quote all the bad lines here because oh, no. it's just too, it's just too much fun to do it. It's just I mean, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, it's not ghost stories, but nothing can be that terribly. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a, the the different thing. That's when they're trying a, to be like that. Yeah. Also involving Greg Gears. Yes. Yes. Um, amazingly. <laughs> Our boy. Well, he has been he has been doing the voice acting thing for a good long time now. Oh yes, I think I first heard him in Chrono Crusade. Oh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Wow. Throwback. You know where yeah. I watched that? On Sci-Fi's uh, <laughs> yes. Annie Thursday. Because um, <laughs> it wasn't Annie Monday. It wasn't Annie Monday anymore. It was, they, uh, they had to move it to Thursday. Where I uh, initially saw it in a uh, less than legal way, and then to uh, compensate, I bought the first DVD and saw way more than I saw the other way, and immediately started buying the DVDs as they came out. I think I actually saw the first two episodes on a new type preview disc. Oh, wow. That takes me back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Y'all cheaters. I watched it on TV. Thousands. <laughs> Where anime belongs, damn it. Hey, man, I've watched it over, over like six, actually, I think it was eight DVDs as they came out. I have sing, I had the singles released from, from <laughs> ADV to prove it. Okay. He's got such a great, distinct voice. He's, he's he fine. He really does. Speaking of uh, anime... <laughs> premiering dubs on TV 
Attack on Titans back. Mm-hmm. Yay! We Can actually we still got make it. basement jokes. Can we still make the basement joke, or is that is that a dead joke now? Uh, I mean, uh, it's kind of uh, dead. The the basement already happened. Uh, the basement happened yeah. a while ago. We're not concerned about the basement anymore. We're concerned about what the hell is Aaron Yeager actually trying to accomplish? I think Aaron Yeager <laughs> drank the basement and is now just drunk. <laughs> Maybe. No, somebody needs to give him a Xanax or 20. No, 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 no. Uh, somebody needs to give him a spanking or 20, but that's neither here nor there. I think think the basement, I think the basement basically fucked up Aaron and that now we just are trying to figure out, is he okay? Yes. Aaron, Aaron desperately needs like psychotherapy or something. I swear. Ooh. Yeah. I can't, I know it's too late to, to even say this, but I, but I gotta, I, I cannot remember so much of AOT because there's such long breaks in between and the story is like short and complex. Like the, 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 the episodes are, are like 13 a season and it's so complex. So like, I have to go back every time they release a new section and go back and watch the films again from the beginning, because I really can't, I, I swear, I cannot remember. There's so much anime that I watch. Uh, God damn it. I can't a, remember all that shit. to remember. It is. So I was just thinking it's a fairly like, complicated lore. Yeah. What, what would have been nice is if they'd done like a Friday night, you know, movie marathon of the AOT movies. I know it's like ridiculous to ask for that now, but for future, you know, for maybe animes like these where you have movie, movie wrap ups or recaps of seasons, that would be great if you guys could get those and play them. I would watch them. And then Ooh. I would know what the fuck's going on. I missed I season episode. three. That was that was where I had the most fun with Attack on Titan. Uh, season three certainly was an interesting change. You know, the the focus went away from fighting Titans and instead you were fighting people. Yes, and it was interesting and compelling. It was politics. Yes, and contrary to popular opinion, that can be well done, and it was there. Yeah, I, I think the, that was some very compelling stuff. So if you don't recall, uh, when last we left Attack on Titan, uh, the troops from Marley were showing up in their, you know, blimps and such, just as uh, Peak got Aaron out into the open so that they could start their attack. Oh, yeah, this vaguely feels familiar. Yeah, uh, this... Uh, and also, uh, the status of Levi is unknown after he probably exploded with Zeke. Which is the real travesty here, it by the way. It is a real travesty. Levi I is agree. best boy. Hands he down. He is now because Aaron started, decided he just wanted to be a horrible person. So, yes, he is now. <gasps> I mm. adore Levi. Oh, adore. I always liked Levi. He Although, my guy has always been... Uh, um, Okay, my brain is just going to not work. Never mind. He's my favorite sexy neat freak. Is it? Is it Armin? Is it, is it John? Armin. It is Armin. I just had a complete brain fart of a name. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say a different name, and it's not right. And I know it's <laughs> not right. I was gonna say Irvin, who was also awesome, but not who I was thinking of. Ah, Irvin, the man who went down with the ship. Yep. Uh, we we salute men like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and uh, also at this point, uh, Aaron Yeager's fan club has like taken over the town and locked up Aaron's actual friends in the dungeon. And also because people have drinking some of the spinal fluid of uh, Zeke, uh, they, they could turn into Titans at any moment, whenever Zeke wills it. So, yeah, a lot's going on. It was a really weird place to stop the season. <laughs> yes, it really was. Hey, as it turns out, Aaron Yeager's a jerk. Okay, season over. Bye. Have fun. That's why he needs his annex. <laughs> he needs therapy and like 20 spankings. <laughs> his mother didn't spank him enough before nope. she got eaten by a titan. Yeah, see, that's before she got eaten by Grisha's original wife. Never going to get old. To Never be fair, <laughs> I don't see how anybody could be normal living in those circumstances. Like, no, I mean, nobody's going to come out. No, absolutely it. not. The, the freaking what? royalty were absolutely absurd to put these people in these cages, basically, behind these walls, and then take away their memories so they don't even know what the Titans are or why they're out there. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you have to repent for your past sins of previous generations. We don't even know, man. <laughs> That's messed up. That is incredibly yeah. screwed up. Uh, also, just the idea of oh, well, your 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 uh, ancestors did bad things, therefore you must pay. Well, I didn't do those things. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this is actually this, a very helpful recap. It's a major all white back guilt. To me now. There you go. Major white guilt. <laughs> it's like a Celine Dion song. Thank <laughs> white you, guilt, the anime. That's oh, Attack on Titan. Oh man. Uh, I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. But uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't think so, yeah. Uh, so I've been keeping up with the simulcast, and it is wild. <laughs> there have been some big, big things that have happened in the past several episodes. So it's it's going to be a fun ride, and I look forward to talking about it on this podcast. Excellent. I'm Please looking forward see. to talking about... Uh, uh, made an abyss whenever I get to the part that's supposed to shock me because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> oh, you're you're not there. <laughs> no, no. So far, it's been okay. I mean, bad shit's happening, but okay. Is it so like, far? Is it the like most uncomfortable like... thing that happened so far was uh, that old cave raider being like, "Oh, look at that, a penis." So, so yep. on a, a scale of of like shock level, would you say like? first episode of the promised neverland where you have a bunch of happy kids on a farm you know something sinister you don't know what and then boom like a shoot to like they're eating the kid and then you're just like what the fuck am i watching is it that kind of shocking because <laughs> that yes. was pretty shocking okay well yeah that's, that, that's literally all i've ever known about made in abyss well before it got licensed is that uh screwed up shit happens and that's all i know so uh i'm uh trepidatious but i'm enjoying it so far the thing about the abyss is it's it's unbiased it is nature it will wreck you just because yeah, I mean, that's nature that much is obvious even at this point so it's not like God, there's so a, necessarily now. a sinister force at play but you know you mess with the local wildlife 
they tend to mess back. Yeah. yeah. So nervous now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm really. But also the abyss itself, as you go deeper and deeper into it, there is a curse of the abyss that when you try to come back up, you suffer all kinds of very unfortunate things. Oh dear. At at the at the minimum, you get sick. If you go down deep enough and try to come back up, you quote unquote lose your humanity. Well, shit. So we're in for some Full Metal Alchemist type stuff, I think. Oh dear. <laughs> I am really worried about uh, mom. Oh yeah, if she's all the way at, at the, the bottom, bottom or, yeah, or at the very least, very low into the abyss. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't bode well. Like, I'll just put it out there. If uh, if you're squeamish about body horror, uh... well, <laughs> so I this am is so gonna suck. squeamish about body horror. So I'm am I, me. but this is gonna, but I'll watch it anyway. <gasps> oh dear. Oh no, thank you for the warning. Ugh. Remember Nina and Alexander? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Well, mm-hmm. I I am definitely your guinea pig because I have no idea what's coming other than horrible things. That there was a reason I didn't watch that one zombie show that I can't remember the name of that I'm really glad I didn't watch. Tokyo Ghoul. Calvinary? Yes. There's a oh, reason Calvary. I didn't watch Tokyo Ghoul. And that's oh, Tokyo Ghoul. Like that kind of I watched it until yeah, it got Tokyo dumb. Ghoul didn't really have much body horror, honestly. I liked it. Was I mean, aside from the fact that it was really terrible in general. <laughs> <laughs> I oh mean, well, there there was that scene where the guy is torturing somebody and they're yeah, pulling off fingernails. Uh, that's a gruesome scene. Yes. I, I could hear that in the background, and I was cooking like my midnight tuna attack, and I was <laughs> oh, no. like, "Oh God! Oh, oh no!" Jesus. <laughs> Having some finger food. Hmm. Thank you. Thank hmm. you. Maybe some toe food as well. Jesus. Yeah, well, unfortunately, one of those might be skuna. You got to be careful. Oh, the cringe! Oh, don't feel. do that! I'm cringing all over. I'm having a physical reaction to your pun sketch. You finally succeeded in cringing me into a pun. You <laughs> might was... say that it's uh, handy. Yeah. So yeah. Now that we've segued into like five different other nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Attack on Titans back this Saturday, picking up right <laughs> off where. They left off last year, and uh, it's, I mean, there are definitely things about this show that are very unfortunate, and I don't like, but I still think it's a very compelling story. So, yeah, just put that out there. (laughs) And with that, Tsunami finally has a stable lineup for a while. Hooray! And in that stability still includes an hour of One Piece. Surprising, but welcome. I actually love that. Um, One Piece moves at a, a pace, especially in this arc, where that having two episodes a week is really handy. Look, if if they were running One Piece once a week, uh, it would have took a month and a half to get to where they got in three weeks. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that... <laughs> The Straw Hats would not have reunited yet. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, let's uh, let's keep that hour for uh, for a while, maybe. I was rewatching. I I was watching it from the beginning for a little while, and I made it as far as Skypea before I got sidetracked and started watching something else. So, 
Now I'm like, I should go back and pick up where I left you off. You should. Skypea. Skypea is good stuff, yeah. and one of the best arcs is right after. Mm, Water 7, mm -hmm. which uh, which aired on Toonami back in... Uh, uh, m most of it aired in uh, 2013. I was going to say 2013, oh 2014. That was back in the days where I just tuned in to watch. Was it wasn't Shippuden airing? I think that was. I would just Shippuden was airing around. That Shippuden time. was Shippuden started in 2014. No, no, 2013. They had um, original uh, Naruto. That's right, they did. Soul Eater. Didn't they? Yeah, they had Soul Eater. That's what I came in for. Is Soul Eater. And good old Bleach leading the block. Heck yeah! It may again someday. Let us hope. Ah. Uh. It definitely could happen. Again, how surreal is it that uh, next year we might have a tsunami when they're playing Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece again? I, I'm all for it, man. All things old are new again. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, we had to interesting... super for a while, so old things coming back is just kind of a thing. Well, yes. <laughs> Except for Dragon Ball, I love Shonen, so. I mean, I, 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 like, I, I love Shonen, including Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball hasn't been Dragon Ball since they added a Z to it. Uh, true that. But I'll always have that nostalgia for Z. I mean, I like Dragon Ball Z, and I like, I even like Dragon Ball Super, but let's be real here, <laughs> Dragon Ball was at its best in its original series. I will not disagree. I will not disagree. So... That's uh, in case you need a lineup, it is going to be Shinmu at uh, midnight, Attack on Titan at twelve thirty, then Assassination Classroom at one a.m. Then at one thirty is Made in Abyss. At two a.m. is a full hour of One Piece. At three a.m. Naruto Shippuden, and at three thirty. Cowboy Bebop. What a mood change. Right? I know, it's a roller coaster. You're going <laughs> oh, from... Man. Okay, so Shinmu is kind of like middle ground, and then you go to Attack on Titan, which is really dark, really brooding, and then you go to Assassination Classroom. Which is none of those things. <laughs> which is usually lighthearted. Sometimes it gets sentimental. Maybe you need that after Attack on yeah, Titan. May may maybe. That. And then you go to Maiden Abyss, which, as previously mentioned, gets... You go back to the dark. <laughs> real dark. Mm -hmm. yeah. And real brutal. And then you lighten up again with One Piece. <laughs> and then if you manage to stay awake through Naruto Shippuden, you can chill out with the Cowboy Bebop crew. <laughs> Yeah. Depends on I, which Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I also uh, appreciate that, um, you know, uh, for for a time, I think it was um, Assassination Classroom and Gridman were back-to-back, -back maybe? Oh, no, it was Attack on Titan and Assassination Classroom? Ah, I don't remember which one was which. Right. But, um, but uh, Lindsay Saito is uh, in both. She's... Gabi and Attack on Titan and Nagisa, the blue-haired kid on Assassination Classroom. So we got the Lindsay Seidel hour. Very and nice. then we got the Lucy Christian hour with Maiden Abyss and One Piece. Actually, an hour Sorry and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Very good. I like it. And then I guess technically it'd be like a Steve Bloom hour with Shippuden and Bebop because Orochimaru's in Shippuden enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. Depends on the episode, I guess. 
<laughs> you know what I'm also looking forward to this year? Um, on the next uh, Tom inspirational bumper. I know that he, Jason said in the in the Ask Me Anything bit he did on Twitter that they were they were going to put one up this year. So I'm I love I, those. Oh, I I absolutely love all of those. Those are some of my favorite parts of Toonami. And they have yeah. a really good repeat value, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, they probably would repeat them if it didn't use clips from shows they don't have the rights to anymore. Yeah. But you know who 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 does have all of those uh, all those videos? A certain YouTuber. A certain one, you say? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so a certain YouTuber, Mr. Junior. Yeah. If you want to see any of those, Tom Tom Inspo inspiration. I hate that word. I'm sorry. It's so it's it's so woke. Which is also a word I hate. <laughs> if you want to see a Tom inspirational video from the past, or just you know one that you haven't seen, uh, check out his YouTube channel. Or the One Piece Sea Shanty. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, that amused me greatly. Uh, as it did me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, that's uh, that's a podcast. So <laughs> I think that'll that'll do it. Yeah, you guys have done a lot of talking. Yes. Was there something else you wanted to talk about? No, no, not really. All right. Just that I'm still surprised that Attack on Titan is even there with all the shit that's going on. But yeah, I still think it was technically part <laughs> of the same season. But who well, knows? You know, it's it's just. <sighs> Anime rights are very frustrating. Amen <laughs> to that. Because, like, <laughs> it's like, well, Sony can, you know, what 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 am I, what are the words I'm looking for? They can impose their will over Demon Slayer, but then, like, Attack on Titan, it's like, oh, well, the license holders want it on TV, so fuck you, it's going to be on TV and on, <laughs> on streaming. So it's like... All right, my head's starting to hurt. Can we just like stop this, please? Not a, and then on top of that, you see like one anime, and doesn't even have to be on Toonami, mind you, that's on three different goddamn streaming services, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, that's for oh the best. That one is at least for the best because then it's available to a wider audience. Right, but my head mm-hmm. hurts. <laughs> like, I mean, I, just... I don't blame you because the oh. the world of anime licensing is uh, hmm. He he! I think Paul is is also pointing out the inconsistencies. Yeah, and it's frustrating for people like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a, it's like Mega Six LR right now. Uh, uh, like, buy it on iTunes or nowhere else. It, no, 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 no! It's playing in Latin America on HBO oh, Max, that's and I'm like, right. and I'm like, okay, so when are you going to put it on HBO Max? You know you're going to do it in the United States because, by the way, you have the digital rights to do it. Because that again is they, completely they have different. To because it's again, you can buy it on iTunes. So it yeah, have exactly. To have the so you have to have the digital rights because you couldn't do that, even though you wrote it off. So it's like, oh, my head hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like mm-hmm. my head hurts. Just trying so not much. to think about it. Uh, I, I try to, and then I see something else stupid, and it makes my head hurt even more. Well, some people theorize that because it is uh, coming up on the, I think, the 30th anniversary of Cartoon Network, that they'll put up a bunch more. Cartoon Network shows on HBO Max at some point this year. I don't know. I think I think that's just wishful thinking. 
but we'll see. I hope they do a season two marathon of uh, Harley Quinn. I love season one. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was like true adult swim style. Seriously. F-bombs included. Mm. Violence, like dirty jokes. Yeah, they probably won't use Harley Quinn for this, but they do have that Batman movie in March. It's such good adult humor, though. I really enjoyed that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they... animations <laughs> being the new, new thing. Adult animation is uh, making a comeback, so I'm here for it. I, feel I wouldn't say it's making a comeback. I'd say it's, uh, like, <laughs> making a... Uh, Making waves for the first time, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> At least in regards to non-comedies. Oh, yeah. I was including just comedy. I was I was including comedies, of course. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. There's so many comedy animations out there targeting adults that are just not funny. Mm, I feel that. ugly. They're not well animated, and, you know, I don't begrudge anybody who worked on them because they got paid, but, man. <laughs> it, yeah, it's almost like they're using it as an excuse to, like, have, not violence so much, but but random, like, body-type um, jokes, and and I, I'm just, I'm so over it. It's really not that funny to me. Mm. No. It's a cheap, it's a it's a really a uh, cheap way to do humor. It's it's a cop out for for good comedy. Like like here we can give you a visual rather than have people say funny things. Mm, I visual comedy can certainly work too. Like what I'm saying is there's there's a lot of these cartoons that are just bland. There's there's like no artistry to them. Mm -hmm. No no creative vision. It's just Here's a cartoon starring some comedians. They say vaguely funny things. Yeah. I have a very specific one in mind, things. but uh, I don't know if I want to, to uh, shoot fire out. But uh, I, you guys are making me think of a very specific one. I have one uh, in mind, too, like off the top of my oh, I, And I won't, won't say it either, but yeah. Yeah. More shows like Smiling Friends, please. Yes, more of that. I finally looked at it. It was great. It's that that's a show that makes good use of the medium of animation. Unlike a lot of cartoons. <laughs> but I don't. God, Paul, you made me like remember how angry I am about Demon Slayer season <laughs> two again. God damn it. Oh, uh, God. Uh, Y'all's. If you aren't listening to Demon Slayer podcasts, th those episodes are fire right now. Oh, my God. There's a, there's a certain irony that uh, the Demon Slayer podcast sort of spun off of this podcast. It sort and, of did. And it may never air on Tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> you greedy bastards, girl. Yeah, me and v just sit here. Come and on, Sony. Just share it like you do with My Hero Academia. It ain't that hard. I, I'm, I'm just waiting for the day... I honestly feel like it'll show up, but it'll what be like two, three Paul? months from now. I'm just waiting for the day that Sony. Yeah. So, so what's this little fan podcast you have? We we don't like that. Please remove that. Oh God. Shh. Whatever. Yeah, I just you know I, I listen. Uh, I could go on and on and on about Demon Slayer, and we would be here all night, and Sketch would probably choke me. 
Mm-hmm. Even though the picture that I just posted on Twitter with Mountain Dew, I think he would love me for that if I bought him one. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> basically, I, uh, I just, I wish, I wish like we wouldn't be in this like all of a sudden, anime's a good thing mode because now like. <laughs> It Everybody seems like anime. Yeah, exactly. It seems like Disney wants to try their hand again, even though they failed miserably the first AMC bought Sentai. Yeah. Uh, it's just that it's one's so weird, weird. But it's it's such blatant greed, and it doesn't even make sense because it's not like it was a surprise that it was gonna be so popular. Toonami got season one after it had aired in other formats, so like I don't understand why they had to make it so, so it's not attainable for season two. It so, just feels like you know, the devil, blatant yeah. greed. Well, they said it was too expensive. It's just it's just blatant greed. Like they couldn't do the same thing for season one. Nobody should be surprised that it was a wildly popular series. We all, right, all knew this going into it. Huh? I'm gonna have to say it again. I'm gonna say it one more time because I'm annoyed now. Thank you, Curl, for annoying me. Um, <laughs> you made me mad first. <laughs> so. Let me just say this one more time. The only reason that Sony is making such a big deal out of Demon Slayer is because Demon Slayer, when most of the theaters were coming back to life in, what was it, March and April? um, 2021. Oh, no, I'm sorry. April and May in 2021. Mm -hmm. It was one of the bigger movies because that was one of the only movies they could play. Yeah. So... You know, yeah, it did. It's, it's tremendous business because they did something that they should have. They should be fucking doing with anime right now, and they're not. Again, which is putting these anime movies out wide because shocker, it'll actually do business. It'll probably do more business than some of the other fucking shit that's out there. So, you know, I understand why they think they need to charge more for the anime, but. Unless you're Netflix, you're not going to be spending that much money. Oh, by the way, those numbers are inflated because guess what? The I next Slayer movie? Go ahead. Well, I actually think Netflix is the problem. I think Funimation's looking at Netflix being terrified and they're trying to, to get exclusives for their uh, platform. That's what I think is going on. Well, I, I don't know. Netflix, What I've been paying attention to how they acquire stuff for the anime. And they either get stuff that they produce that's new or the things that they get, like like they get things after they've aired in other formats. Yes. Like they've so, also so sniped second a... seasons for several Funimation dubbed shows. Well, yeah, so that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a, a, a one that wouldn't drive the price up. The price was driven up no, by the popularity of the series. Well, no, no, I think no, 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 they're, no, playing, no. they're playing hardball with the price because they want to have no, something exclusive. Is what I'm saying. The, the, it was driven up because of the movie gross. It has yeah, nothing exactly. to do with the TV series. It was the movie gross that that caused all this bullshit. Yeah, and they don't they're they're basing this off of a movie that you're never going to release wide again. If you do, I'll shut the fuck up and be like, "Okay, that's great. By the way, do it with other anime." Um, but like it, it's you're not going to do that again, and it's not going to gross as much as that the, the last movie did. But here's so, the kicker, Paul. It's not relevant because essentially from everything I've heard from from V-Lord is that the episodes of season two are a recap of what was in the film. The first so if part the of film is part, Yeah, the first Yeah, exactly. Part. So if you've seen that, then then it shouldn't it shouldn't be the film be the only the only cost driving element to this. 
but I think I think it's certainly contributed a huge portion to it. But it's just it, that's why I think it, it just comes back down to like greed, you know, where you it, it's not like they had oh, to totally have a premiere. They didn't have to have a premiere on Toonami. I, I honestly, I still would have waited to watch it. I, I don't even know how I'm gonna, I I'm almost like ang too angry to watch season two now. <laughs> like I'm too pissed it's, off about it that I haven't watched it yet. Um, but but really, like it, it was. They they could have still they could have still let them have the rights to it after they aired the premiere on Funimation. They've done that it's, for other things. They They've very done that well for might still do that. It's not a, I don't I got the impression it wasn't gonna happen from the from the Q and A, but but what do I know? You know, don't quote it's, me on that, guys. It's it doesn't make sense that Sony can't just be like, Listen, we're gonna do what we did with My Hero Academia. We're gonna play we're gonna play the English dub episodes first here. And then after a couple episodes, you can start playing it on TV. Like, I, I, I don't get why they can't do the exact same thing here with Demon same. Slayer. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. If, if you know, you... And clearly somebody doesn't care if it's on TV or not when it comes to Demon Slayer. But it, to me, you're talking about one of the bigger animes. It's if the biggest it, anime on right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So... If I were the license holder, I would want to be like, hey, put this shit on TV. But for me, for the reason that they're not doing it, it just makes me sit there and go, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you, it, Yeah, it's going to be streaming. People are probably mainly going to watch it on the streaming service. I've said that before. It's the same thing with My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan, whatever. But the fact that you know TV is still relevant... Why aren't you putting the biggest anime on TV? That just doesn't that just blows my mind that you wouldn't sit there and be like, "Okay, here's Demon Slayer, put it on 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 there." Oh, and by the way, and I, again, I said this before, and I don't want to go too far in this cuz I'm already cuz I know Sketch is probably behind me with a knife like, "Hurry the fuck up." Um TikTok <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Um it's so like with with those what is it um seven or eight episodes for Mugen Train I can't remember how many it is seven seven way too many they just oh, they just God, that was painful they just dumped it on Funimation so okay great if they do that with season two I'm gonna kind of look at them and be like that no <laughs> no that doesn't make any sense I don't think they will with the rest of season two but I'm just gonna sit there and be like okay well then Strangely, it really makes it's Go been ahead. weeks, and there has been nothing about uh, the next arc having dub episodes. Yeah, um, Velor and I talked about this. Um, I, I I don't know if we got it in the podcast or not, but we're 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 both of the opinion they just used the the movie lines, and then just recorded and just recorded like minor little things that were added. Which, what was added is incredibly minor. Just so you guys, which blows my mind yeah. because so they really only had to dub like one episode and some and lines exactly. Right, which blows my mind though because like we're talking about Funimation and Crunchyroll have this show now, so you would think with the power that Funimation has wielded and at least after a couple episodes getting things at least started and dubbed. Like, you would think that Demon Slayer would already have some of these episodes done, which leads me to believe that they probably do have some of these episodes done and they may end up doing what I just said. They may end up just dumping 
the whole series online at one point on one mm. sw- in one follow swoop. I uh, hope they don't. No, and I hope I'm not. no, I very much doubt that. That would go against the way they do literally everything else. I don't see well, that happening. Yeah, they're not Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. This is why I still watch things on TV because yeah. TV is the self-control I need to not spend eight hours in my room binge-watching anime. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I the mean, same. I can buy on Funimation with their simuldubs, which come out weekly it's, for the same reason, so I feel you. It it's helps the me to go out into the world and do other things. <laughs> it's the same reason why like Netflix is, or was, I don't know if they still are, but they're testing a TV channel in France. Like... They're not oblivious to what what's going on. By the way, so somebody's already done that. It's called HBO, HBO two, HBO three, or but whatever Funimation it turned had, into. You know, Funimation what I mean? had so, a channel here. They, they had did. a channel here. Yeah, they did. When I was in college, I think. Yes, they, they did, and they to. should they should do that again. I think that would be I great. I think so too. I loved it. It was fantastic. I, I think that having the streaming service and a TV network would be would be great because you can advertise the shit out of. Crunchyroll and Funimation on there, and you can have your biggest shows on on the Funimation network. But you know, I get what they're trying to do. They're going to where anime fans are, which is streaming. Unfortunately, that is what it is. Anime fans are lazy and don't want to watch TV. So, oh, I'm sorry. Did I go too far? You just made me really <laughs> sad. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's, it's kind of odd that Sony doesn't have like. A channel that they're putting yeah. on. <laughs> no, that's called Crackle. <laughs> no, uh, they don't own Crackle anymore. They own, well, they don't they own Crackle own anymore. Rights, wow. Okay. You know, no, no, that's a good they, point. Sony could do, could have a channel. I don't know what they would call it. They call it whatever the fuck they want. But if they own the rights through their various corporations and and such and various various uh, uh, corporate channels, whatever you might ha- you might say. They they can do that. They can pull all these pieces, however old or new they are, and put them on a channel and street and have it twenty four seven on television. And they wouldn't be losing money. I mean, as far as I know, I, I don't understand. I'm speaking out of my ass here on this, but I don't understand why they couldn't do that. They clearly are rich enough. Yeah, no, I, I have a perfect name for Sony's new service: greed. <laughs> i'm being salty tonight folks i'm sorry i'm being so salty tonight wow we yeah yeah welcome to uh, i'll um so the previous contract for demon slayer actually had it locked up on toonami for close to a year i can completely understand why sony wouldn't want to do that again so but as we've already mentioned, they could do it like My Hero Academia. They could just let Toonami have it a couple of episodes after it streams. That would be fine. I, If they're really just like, we want tons and tons of money for this, even if it's not exclusive, that's... Yeah, if that's what's annoying. going on, that's pretty pretty dumb. And, because and... what they're probably doing is holding out so that one day... Netflix can pay them lots and lots of money to get the secondary rights. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's Jesus probably Christ. how it's going to go. Well, and and here's another thing, too. This is your this is your reminder, folks out there, that's, that I see on Twitter all the time going, cable's too much money. Uh, listen, there's a thing called Sling, 
it's only $35. And you can watch all of Adult Swim and Cartoon Network all you want. So, you know. I love cable. What do you talk? Like, I love cable. I, I watch that and I only pay for one other streaming service. And then through my, like, each each member of the family pays for a different streaming service. So That's I'm able what my to family sometimes. does, too. But, yeah. but Otherwise, I, watch, I wouldn't have I watch to cable. watch cable. Because quite frankly, I spend more time when I stare staring at Netflix, wondering what to watch than actually watching shit. But when I have the, the television on, I can just, you know, it's very easy. You're there, you're sitting there, you, you scroll, you pick something, you know, like you can get up and go to the bathroom for commercials. Like, I, I don't know. I just, there's something about that traditional television style that still works very well for me and my, my watching you know, uh, experience and I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's, it's just that, you know, so with like sling or with cable or whatever, it's just, it, you can still stream these tsunami shows. You just do it through the adult swim app. It's not that hard. You know, that's, that's kind of what's always bothered me is just like, well, I want to stream. I want to wait and stream the show. Okay. Well, you can stream it 24 hours later on the adult swim app. Oh no, that's too hard. Huh? You know, you know. Huh? Okay. Well, to be fair, the... it's not as easy as it should be. <laughs> Bitching aside, um, I <laughs> kind of think that this could be an opportunity. All right, so we didn't get the most popular, flashiest anime for the block. However, there's a lot of, as we said before, hidden gems that would make really, that would fit in really well. And, and, I think because the partnership with 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 Crunchimation has been so prevalent in the past few years, there's no reason why, like like Birdie the Mighty, Ride Back, Hero Tales, things that people may not have seen or know about as much, but that are, in my opinion, were excellent. And I, I only rem I only remember these titles because I saw them on the Funimation channel. I saw them on television, and you know, you don't hear people talking about them. I think that. They could access, you know, one of those early 2000 series, and and I think it it could do well just because it it's aired before, you know. I don't know. It could be an opportunity, and then and then everybody makes a little money. Like, oh, hey, let's sell some DVDs here, right? Stuff anime here, Funimation. Let's let's release a new box set for um, a, a Dragonaut or not Dragonaut Rideback, you know. It, and, and everybody can watch this again, and we'll add some fancy new artwork and blah blah blah, you know. Stuff like that. I'd like to see that. But by, by the way, Curl, you need to you need to copyright the name Crunchymation. <laughs> just so they have to buy it from you. That would be hilarious. It's the only way I can say, like, because they're they've been combined, so I'm like <laughs> It's crunchy pleximation. <laughs> crunchy pleximation. It's my Or maybe Annie Crunchimation. Oh I like that one. Any crunchimation. It, it All right, so nice. let's just let's just you know start, um, you know, like copywriting all these names. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> and then get, Funimation get, get has to come TFP, to us. Some some dollars. <laughs> like how you doing, dollar, Sony? Dollar bills, y'all. Maybe like how you maybe, doing, Sony? So maybe crunchimation uh, could pay for my mortgage, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> it's it's like you. It's like so, uh, Sony. What about this name that you wanted? Oh, you remember when you uh, you didn't want to put Demon Slayer on Toonami? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> exactly. Give me money like the Amazon people. I want, I want a truck Netflix in my lawn money. are going to. 
I want Netflix money. <laughs> yeah. Well, all I can say is I hope this conversation ages poorly. <laughs> Let us hope. <laughs> Sketch is sitting there going, what the hell happened to Paul? He like, just got pissy. <laughs> that is the best wrap-up line I, uh, in a long time, Sketch. Uh, <laughs> Paul, it's, it's, it's time to be the scullery maid. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Let's clean some house, yo. Sketch, I will gladly come over and, and, and clean your house. You don't want to make that promise. <laughs> I could show you pictures. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, no, because then I'll show them. About the t-shirt on the pillow. Look, I would hire a maid if I was comfortable with other people touching my stuff. Oh. <laughs> no touchy. No touchy. You leave my mess alone. It's my mess, and I liked it that way. <laughs> But what if she came dressed as an and is your favorite anime character? Waifu. As Nami? Yeah. It'd be weird to see Nami cleaning. Yeah. It'd be weird to see her. <laughs> She's usually waited on hand and foot. Oh, that's not the response I was waiting for, but okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> She's not exactly a giver. <laughs> well, we, we know Sketch is a taker. Anyways, um... <laughs> Anyways, I'm very so, generous. I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you are very generous with Darrell. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I guess I'm doing house cleaning. Um, speaking of that, so as usual, you can find us on pretty much every single podcast app that's out there, uh, just simply by use, searching the term Tsunami Faithful Podcast. But uh, we are pretty much, like I said, on every single app. I mean, now that Facebook pages has turned podcast pages into, well, a podcast, you can listen to us there. That's one of the newer ones that we have. Um, Amazon Music and, you know, of course, the the big ones, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Mm, I don't know if I want to say Spotify anymore. Um, <laughs> and, don't uh, <laughs> you want your NFTs? Don't bring, don't bring that mess up in here, please. No, I'm not. Don't bring I'm that just, controversy uh, up in here. <laughs> anyways, but um, the main, the main place that you can listen to our podcast is SoundCloud.com/slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. That place has all of our episodes from episode one all the way through to this episode right here. So if you are new to our podcast, please go back to episode one and listen to how bad me and Jose were. And listen to what we do now and go, oh, that's actually better. And um, you can also listen to every single episode and interview on our website, podcast.tunamifaithful.com. You can, I think almost every app is there as well, where you can just drop down a menu and get to it. Um, but yeah, that's where you can, that's an, probably an easier way for you to get all of our episodes, interviews and whatnot as well. So. Um, as I said, we are on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, please do su subscribe to our podcast there as well. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And if you want to email us, it's very simple. It's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Just let us know your feedback. You can chime in on anything we've been talking about and uh, give us your feedback. Yeah. And uh, lastly, you can help donate to us. Um, and trust me, every dollar does help and does, uh, you know, 
make it easier to pay for things. It keep is the website Tommy faithful. going, send people to um, cons and get, get news, get advanced notice of different uh, anime, things like that. Reads all my lines. Oh, Curl just did it for me. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's tsunamifaithful.com slash donate. Uh, there are different ways that you can donate. We have a PayPal link. You can, of course, use our Right Stuff link. Right, Yeah, Right Stuff link to uh, purchase anime. All you got to do is click on that link or any of the ads that we have on our website. Uh, that'll take you to Right Stuff. You can buy an ad, a physical anime and boom, you've donated to us. Or you can also donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Toonami Faithful. Uh, on there, we have a podcast that me and Darrell did at one point. We have some other uh, behind-the-scenes content and some exclusive Patreon content as well there. So do get the monthly subscription and help us out if you can. Or if you want to just do a one-time payment, like I said, there's those other options out there as well. So I think that's it for this week's podcast, but let's uh, get on out of here. Uh, I believe it was Curl first. So Curl, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Happy Curl Kitty, and I write stuff for TsunamiFaithful.com as well. And uh, Laser, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter.com at LaserKidPrime. You can also find my written stuff on Toonami Faithful. And you can find me on the Demon Slayer podcast, usually, and the Dumbweeds podcast whenever we make a new one. You guys have way too many podcasts. I just got to put uh, that V-Lord, I, I'm only on some of V-Lord's uh, podcast universe, but uh, yes, there are a ton of them. And then uh, Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, after this podcast, hopefully at a bar. Um, <laughs> so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can tweet me, Paul Pascrillo, at ToonamiFaithful.com. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the ways that you can reach out and talk to me. But there's also, um, of course... I'm also on another podcast called Two Strangers, One Podcast, so please listen to that. You can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. So, yeah. But uh, that's it for this week's episode. As always, thank you guys for listening to each and every episode that we put out because we always do this for you guys because why would we do a podcast if we're just talking to each other? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, that's what we do before and after the podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's for us. <laughs> And slowly annoy Sketch to the point of where he's trying to choke me through the screen. Um, but yeah, um, thank you guys for continuing to listen, as I said, and your continuing support because this is why we do this. And that's why we continue to do a podcast every single week, even though Jason doesn't like podcasts. So <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's Should I Be Faithful podcast. Peace. We're out. Mouth noises. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that's what happened in the Dreamcast version of Shenmue. <laughs>